Hi guys, it's Megan and welcome back to Megan's World. Did y'all miss me? It's been a month and all I can blame this hiatus on is Mercury retrograde really fucked me up because here's the thing. I was looking at my little astrology girl and she was posting about it. And she's like, oh, the first half, it will be in Taurus. The second half, Gemini. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. This could be bad. This could be bad because my Mercury is in Taurus. My sun and moon, Gemini. So I was a little nervy. But I also had never really been infected by Mercury retrograde. So I was like, you know what? Maybe... Maybe it won't affect me that badly. Maybe things will be fine. Lies. Lies upon lies upon lies. It devoured me. <laughs> it conquered me. It said, you are my bitch. Take it hard. And take it silently, too. <sighs> so that's what happened. Even when I talked to Monica on the phone, she like she was like, uh, are you okay? <laughs> I was so off because normally I call Monica once a day, twice a day, three times a day. Just, you know, I like to I like to talk. And she would she started calling me in I would like miss her phone calls by like five minutes and normally I call back instantly but there would just be days where I just wouldn't call back until the next day and uh, it was dark it was scary but thank god it's over because I can't like I'm not I can't do it. I couldn't. And so, finally, I'm normal again. And I feel like talking my ass off for my viewers, for y'all. Oh, also, it fucked up my sex drive. Like, I think I only went down on myself probably six times out of the month. Which, for me, I can do like six times in one day. And I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? Like, I caught myself thinking, like, it has been a week and a half since I've gone down on myself. Am I okay? Am I all right? Is, is everything good? And so on June 1st, I was like, bitch, it's game time, fuckers. Like, it is game time. <sighs> It was so amazing. Three times in eight minutes. It was bliss. Oh, because that was the other thing. When I would go down on myself, it would take me like five to seven minutes, which normally it takes me between like two to three minutes because I got that shit. It, it's just muscle memory at this point. But it was taking me like five to seven minutes and it wouldn't even like give all that it could give sometimes I'd be like damn what a fucking waste of energy but I'm back to my normal self in that area of my life too thank you Jesus <sighs> so now into the more pressing matters of this episode I said that I was going through it and what I mean by that is I don't know what the fuck has happened, but my daddy issues have risen. They have sprouted and now they are blossoming. When I thought I fucking put weed be gone on that shit, really killed it, really just like buried it deep inside the fucking ground, weed whacked it, but no, it continues to live. It continues to live on and it is fucking my mojo up. It is fucking my mental state up and I can't. So you know what? <laughs> Sit back, relax, and listen to a bitch talk about her daddy issues. Let's get into it. 
So I've talked about my father on previous episodes on this podcast. And pretty much it's just me saying how he was there, but not really there, present, but not present, doing the bare minimum as a father. (sighs) You know, I got rejection issues, perfectionist issues, just scared to give myself to a man because my father literally sucked at giving love to me. (laughs) You know, just the norm. And, like, I could not tell you the honest truth if my father truly wanted kids or not. And if he, like, if he's truly a good dad, like, it's questionable. It's very questionable. And it's not like my dad didn't have good dad moments. Again, he was decent, but not... Not the best. And growing up, I I just was always like, are you sure you want to be a father? Like, are you emotionally available? Are you, like, emotionally stable? Can you give love to a human? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My... (laughs) My little laughter because I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) I need to go to therapy after this one. But it's true because there are just just moments where I feel like he just doesn't know how to have like a father-daughter bond. And he doesn't get that he's a parent instead of just like a life coach. Because my father is a cancer son, a Leo moon, and a Virgo rising. And he has, like, four other Leo placements and then, like, two Scorpio placements. And I I talked about in previous episodes how I had to wear this mask almost. I had to become this different person when I was with him because he expects, like, perfection. And if you don't if you're if you're not up to his standards it it just felt like he would reject you and so seeing this I just became this perfect daughter but then once I reached a certain age in high school I was just like fuck this I can't do it anymore and he was like oh whoa 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 what the fuck who are you what did I create This is not what I thought you were like. And, you know, I could blame myself, but why not blame my father for making me feel like I couldn't be myself towards him? Why not? Why not? And also, with my stepmother, it was just like, walking on eggshells almost because if you said or did something that was not her way or something that she didn't think was the right way she would let you know she would let you know real quick I mean pretty much this is the rundown of what happens when I go to my father's we play games like that's all we do really we play um Disney theme sorry we play this card game called 31 and we play this game called train and run the cube and those are like the four main games and say say we wanted to like change a rule if she did not want to change it it could be me my sister and my dad against her in the ruling if she did not want to do it (laughs) guess which p-u-s-s-y would not go through with it my father because guess what she has his balls and it's quite embarrassing sometimes and it would piss me off and my sister off because it's like bitch it doesn't always have to be your fucking way like get it through your fucking thick ass skull it does not have to be sonya's way all the goddamn time please shut up thank you because it's just not fun 
And it just felt like no matter what, my father would always side with her. It would never be a compromise. It would never like go 50-50 like me and my sister's way. And then like the next time would go my stepmother's way. It would always be her way. And it just ticked me off because I'm like, can you not like stand up for me and my sister and yourself and what we want to do and like not go with her every single fucking time, please? Thank you. But of course, I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) And my father cracks me up because he's always like, if I do something or if I say something that you don't like, let me know. Please, please don't make me laugh. Please don't make me cackle. Because he is the ultimate gaslighting king. Literally, like, he makes... So, I could say something to him being like, you know what, like, you did this and it really hurt my feelings. And he would be like, oh, no, like, you took it the wrong way or what? No, like, you shouldn't feel like that, blah, 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 blah. And I will be like, oh my God, why did I ever blame him? Why did I blame him? (laughs) And because of all the shit with my father, I feel like I haven't been able or like even wanted to open up to a guy Uh, Well, him and my ex, or due to him and my ex, I haven't wanted to do that. And the the only guy I have been vulnerable and somewhat dependent on is my guy friend. Oh my god, my... Ew, I want to throw up. It literally made me feel like I needed to throw up. Ew. My body repulsed by what I just said. But the way, well, the the backstory of me and my guy friend, pretty much we follow, like we followed each other's finstas. And one night I posted a drawing and he like DM me about it, blah, blah, blah. We started talking. And then like two months later, we hung out in real life. Fast forward. We sort of just, like, stopped talking for a month, and then he asked me about his friend Dax, who, like, sexually harassed me, and I sent him a voice memo about it, literally getting a panic attack, and, like, after we talked about it, we kept on talking, we became friends, and then COVID happened, And during COVID, I sort of isolated myself from all my friends because I felt like I was going through so much shit that no one would understand because none of my friends are nannies. And, like, it's hard to, like, understand the toll that children put on you mentally and physically if you're not taking care of them every day. And... I just didn't want to put that shit on them. And so I I sort of just, like, kept to myself. But it was – this friendship was new with my guy friend. And so I would talk to him. I would tell him about my day. We would talk, like, pretty much every day. And we just started to get to know each other and find common interests. And it was just fun having this guy that I could open up to and have similar interests with and it not be sexual, even though, like, I did want to fuck him. But, like, I knew it probably wouldn't happen because he had said so um, in the beginning of our friendship, which... If you've listened to this, you know what what was to come. 
So fast forward into the future. We hooked up once because we just wanted to get it out of our system. And for me, I felt like it helped me get over this like fantasy crush that I created surrounding him because I realized we are not sexually compatible whatsoever. And to me, sex is like a big deal in a relationship. Like, yes, personality, how they treat you, how they are as a human is major, but I am a sexual being. And if I can't have good sex with you, that is a red flag. And yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. And so after that, we just like literally talked every day. Like, yeah, we talked, I would say almost every day starting from COVID until January of 2022, literally New Year's, when I was like, so what is this? Like, are you ever going to like want to date me? Do you like me? Blah, blah, blah. And that's when he was like, I just will never date you. I know I should like you like that, but I don't. Neck to the heart, twist, twist, twist. But you know, honestly, good for him for finally stepping the fuck up and telling me, thank God, because it was hard to get that shit out of him. But after that, I had to have my break from him. And then I sort of texted him being like, hey, sorry, I just sort of had to get away from you to let all the, just all the leftover, like, hopes and dreams just drain. And, um, and then, I don't know, oh, I started talking to 32-year-old last summer, and while I was talking to him, I didn't talk to my guy friend, and then started talking to him in the fall again after me and 32-year-old stopped, and now we've been talking ever since, yeah, until I blocked him, like, in October, but we fixed that. He called me and said, so why did you block me? Be a better friend. Thank you very much, and he has been since then. And I don't, I don't know. It's just a very interesting friendship, like I always say, because we're very different um, emotionally. I'm like, like when when you're my friend, I'm very extroverted. I will say whatever the fuck is on my mind. I do not care. And he's very introverted, keeps his thoughts to himself until like they explode and it's just an interesting pairing but I have some news he moved to Austin and I pause I I think I manifested it accidentally because we hung out at the end of April and we were talking, he, he thought he was going to move to Dallas for this job. And so we were talking about it. We were like, Oh yeah, you can set up your new like dating profile for like the Dallas girls, blah, blah, blah. blah. But that fell through. And then he applied for a job here in Austin and got it. And I was thinking to myself, Holy fucking shit, Megan, you definitely like manifested after he graduated in December that he would move to Austin. I was like, damn, sorry if you really want to move to Dallas and my manifestation got in the way of that. But what can I say? I'm a powerful woman and I get what I want. (laughs) It may take a while, but I'll get what I want. And of course, all my friends are like, oh my gosh, you're going to date. I'm like, fuck no. (laughs) I know better now. Like. That shit's just not compatible. <laughs> no, no, no. I would fucking murder him. Mm-mm. No, no. But yeah. 
Although I will say I'm a little nervous for him to move here just because because I got dependent on him being that one friend during COVID times that I could just like go to and like talk. I'm just nervous that if he moves here, I'll be like, oh my gosh, like, let's hang out. Are you free today? Like, you want to come up? I just don't want to be up his ass and him be like, why the fuck is this bitch on my ass? Even though the last like three times we hung out, he's low key been up my ass about hanging out. So <laughs> maybe, maybe the rules have reversed. But yeah, I feel like I'm good with our boundaries and I know how to read him most of the time to know like if I ask him and he says no because he's busy then like it's just because he's busy it's not that he actually like doesn't want to hang out with me so I just need to like think of it I it's just hard because sometimes my brain goes to like thinks of him as just like a guy that I'm like trying to date or like fuck to where I like I just don't want to be that annoying like needy woman but I need to just picture him as a friend just as like one of my girlfriends like mm, Monica can't hang out today it's okay maybe maybe she'll she'll text me in a couple days saying that she could I just need to think of him as Monica during that but (laughs) but yeah I'm excited overall Anywho, back to my daddy issues. So I had tried to record an episode last night, but it really just turned into an episode about me shitting on my dad. And here's why. My dad is a nasty, nasty Republican. Like, not not like the, mm, it's not too bad. Like, mm, no, he's the bad, bad kind of Republican. Like, he thinks that abortions should be canceled he is like he's just honestly homophobic i'ma just say it i thought he wasn't but i talked to him yesterday and he just he annoys me so much because it's just like the rights of humans to him (sighs) so i was telling him how my read on people's sexual orientation and just like sexual preferences are very right. Like I called like two people like being um, asexual slash gay. And he was like, he was, he started like talking about how he canceled his Netflix subscription because there were too many like gay and lesbian couples on there. And he's like, I don't know why they do it. It doesn't add to the story. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm like, why are you like this? Why are you like this? Why are like, why did you have to be the man my mom reproduced with? (laughs) I just don't get how, I don't get how he's my father. Sometimes he's so yucky. And he was just like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I think, like, kids are just being brainwashed to, like, think that they're this, like, like think that they're like this, but, like, really, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, I just, this mom really tickles my brain. He really just gets me saying, what the fuck, mate? The audacity. <laughs> and during Pride Month, Really? Really? You're going to be homophobic during Pride Month? (laughs) And he pissed me off last month because I told him how I was questioning my sexuality. I was like, oh, you know, I, like, I think I could be bi, but I just haven't had the experience of being with a woman yet. And he was just like, and I was like, 
I was like, well, would you still love me the same? He was like, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I could cry. I could cry. But, like, Megan, don't fucking cry. It's fine. <laughs> He's just your biological father. You have a stepdad who's, like, ten times better. It's fine, Megan. But I'm just like, really? Like, Really? Really? Whatever makes you happy, you can't just say, I would love you no matter what. <laughs> Is it that fucking hard, father? And then he, like two weeks ago, he was like, you know, like people used to think slavery was okay. But it, like, you know, people realize that it's not. Just like how people thought abortion was okay. And now people are realizing that it's wrong. I'm like, bitch, you're a what? Male. You're a white cisgender male. Shut up. You literally profited off getting your college girlfriend an abortion. Like, you, what, uh, you should have another kid. You should have a completely different life if it wasn't for that abortion that saved your, that saved your sorry ass. But you know what? I didn't say that. I'm saving it. <laughs> That's in the back of my pocket. Just ready to go. Anytime he wants to take another crack at it. <laughs> like, father, shut the fuck up. You literally got a woman in an abortion. Mm, shut up. Mm, you literally told my mother if she got pregnant with a third child. <laughs> abortion. Mm, shut up. And then you said, if you don't get an abortion, divorce. So, mm, It's just the audacity this man has. It's really that Leo moon and the Virgo rising and the Cancer sun. It really makes him think that he can just say whatever. Ugh, I love Shay on my father. It's such a great... I just feel lighter. Like, I just love shitting on him. Because he's pissing me off lately. But it's like, do I... I it's like, I don't... I can't... I feel like I can't say what I want. Because... I already have so many daddy issues and I tried, like guys, I was the one that had to fix our relationship when I was 20. And so I'm like, do I want to ruin all the hard work and then not get like my Apple pay payment sometimes? Cause I enjoy my random $100 or like, you know, just like planting the seed of like, Oh my God, I need money. And then he'll send me it. Like, I like his guilt money. I'll take it. It's fine. I'll, like, I don't care. Do I care, though? Maybe. Maybe I do care that he's, <laughs> that he's paying his, that his, his sign of love and affection is money. Money. But, like, I'm a nanny. I'm 24. But honestly, oh, that's another thing. People sleep on how much nannies get made, get paid. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> when I told my dad, he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm not that poor. I just plant the seed inside your head that I'm poor so you can send me your money. Because <laughs> here's the thing. If he dies first, my stepmom gets all his money. That is rude and insulting. Like, what the fuck? Ew. Like, I need to talk to him about that. I need to be like, I hope you know. Your will better say me and Jesse get a good chunk of change when you pass. Because he's he's going to be 63 this year. And that's scary. Like, men in their 60s are so prone to heart attacks or, like, some fucking, like, illness. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <sighs> Honestly, it's his old age that I'm just like, you know what? If I get pregnant, like... At least he could see a grandchild. Ew, who am I kidding? I could not fucking handle a child right now. I have, like, way too much fucking shit going on in this brain. Like, I love children, but, like, ugh, one of my own? Not now. Not yet. But, yeah, my daddy, my daddy is just nasty. Oh, yeah, I call my dad daddy. (laughs) 
the daddy issues are coming out. <laughs> I hate the life. I hate the life I live sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, um, therapy. <laughs> therapy is going to come my way soon. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, folks. I will go to therapy for all my shit. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll confront my father. Probably not. <laughs> one day, maybe. <sighs> I just don't get it. I don't get how he's my father. I don't understand. How am I 50% of this man? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Trump. You really laid some shit eggs in my dad's head. And they have hatched and made an ugly fucking baby. Don't even get me started on my stepmom. That bitch is just so fucking stupid and embarrassing. Like, I will never let my friends meet her because the shit that comes out of her mouth, embarrassing, just plain out dumb, 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 dumb. I, gosh, I'm going to have to hold my fucking witch ball and get all this negative karma out of me because I I just talk, I'm talking mad shit about my family members and I'm not even done talking shit about my family members. (laughs) There's there's more shit to spill. (laughs) But yeah, my stepmom, bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her whitewashed brain. Bless her Republican ass, stupid ass brain. Because that all she, all she does is watch Fox News all day. That's all she does. Kid you not. That's literally what my father said. Like when we, me and Jesse went up there uh, to my dad's house in Dallas like three weeks ago, and my dad was asking us if we had any good song lyrics that were very like deep or meaningful (coughs) oh my god i'm so sorry i'm repulsive i'm repulsive cancel me just for that burp like what the fuck anywho he was asking us to if we had any deep meaningful lyrics and i quoted the first verse in We'll Never Have Sex by Leith Ross. And my stepmom goes, oh my God, it's about abortion. (laughs) Again, stupid, dumb, dumb brain. (laughs) I, it's embarrassing. And, oh, and and then the cherry on top, my dad asked her if she had a lyric, which, again, she listens to music a lot, and she couldn't come up with one. Not because she's Ecuadorian, not, like, a Hispanic song, not, like, nothing. Nothing. The brain just sounded like this inside. If you knocked on it, hollow as shit, like, Nothing in there. And then, like, 20 minutes pass, and she brings it up, and she's like, what about a quote? And my dad was like, no, it, it, it's a lyric. I wanted to be like, Dad, put a bag over her head, because I don't want to look, I don't want to look embarrassment in the face right now. I can't. It's too ugly. It's too bleh. So on to the next family member I'm shitting on. (laughs) I swear, guys, I love my family. It's just some family members are just yucky. And I mean, it is what it is. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. So my Mimi, the cunt, the bitch, the craziness of of her own doing, decided to write me a second letter. And... It's just the real hardcore narcissism for me where she just doesn't understand why I have iced her out for a year. Like she truly has no 
no idea why. And it baffles me. It truly baffles me. I'm flabbergasted every single time she says, I don't know what I've done. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> you don't know that you literally bullied me about my weight for 12 years? You don't know. When me, myself, and I and my mother have told you otherwise? Ugh, she's just so stupid. She's also like my fucking stepmom. Like, knock on the brain. Hollow as fuck. Because the brain ain't there. It has been thrown out. It's just literally blank space. And I'll read the letter. But after this, I think I'm going to burn it. Because Jesse said it's bad juju for me to keep it. Because I was honestly low-key peeping that shit way too fucking much. And just, like, getting a little too angry and obsessive about how stupid she is. And so, you know what? We're going to have a nice little burnage. My neighbors are going to think I'm crazy when I go and burn a letter into the fucking creek. But, like, whatever. There are some nutsos here. It's fine. But, yeah... She, she just baffles me. And I don't want to tell her why, because that would defeat the whole purpose. Because she keeps asking me to tell her what I did or what she did. And I'm like, <clears throat> come up with an original thought on your own. And then I'll give you my opinion back. But until then, crickets, crickets on my end. Chirp, 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 crickets on my end. You won't hear a single word from me. Mm, 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 mm. So it first starts out with her thanking me for helping out at my aunt's party. And then she like talks, she goes, Megan, I remember when you were born and I heard your first cry. You made me a Mimi. And she just like talks about how... Like, she knew we had a special bond when I asked for more red licorice when I was, like, two. Like, okay. And then and then she, she ends it off with, it truly brought tears to my eyes. There are so many, many other great memories. Name them. Name them. Instead of just the fucking red licorice story that I've heard 20 times now. Name the others. So then she goes, we have always had a great relationship and you would call me on a regular basis to let me know what was going on in your life. I always looked forward to those calls. Now I haven't heard from you in almost a year. I'm really hurt. I'm really heartbroken and also so sad. I don't know what I have done so horribly bad that would cause you to cut me off so completely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I am so sorry if I have hurt you to if I have hurt you that deeply. Like what are what's with these I'm sorry if apologies I'm getting. I'm sorry if like her and fucking Mr. Miata. The fuck? I'm sorry. Like again, you obviously hurt my feelings or made me feel shitty in some way. To where I don't want to talk to y'all. Ugh. The idiocy. Um. And then she goes, Please accept my apology and let's try and repair our relationship. But again, an open apology. What are you sorry for? Dig deep, babe. Really dig into your brain if you have one. Like, uh, uh. <sighs> this this is just the cherry on fucking top keep in mind i will not live forever i don't want to die without reconciliation with my oldest granddaughter it has been very very stressful these past 19 months with this remodel oh yeah she's remodeling um 
her house in Lake Tahoe, she did the worst remodeling decisions I've ever seen. And it cost her 1.2 mil. I'm like, babe, mm, you were just dumb on that shit. And she loves to act like she's stingy. Like, she loves to act like they're broke when they just did a remodel for 1.2 mil. I'm like, bitch, why are you taking me to the fucking, like, retail stores? Take me to the fucking name brand stores. Come on now. Um, oh, yeah, it has been very, oh, it has definitely been the hardest thing I've ever done in my lifetime. She's saying going through a 19-month remodel was the hardest thing she's ever done in her lifetime. Her fucking words. Not being the mother to my mother and my aunt, not going through divorce, not going through, you know, hardships with money when she was a single parent. Like, okay, I love it. But this, what the fuck did she write? Oh, but this three-phase project is very close to being complete. I would love for you to come to Lake Tahoe to see our house. I will pay for your airline ticket if you could come. I want to spend time with you. I miss you, Magpie, being in my life. And I still love you with all my heart. Your Mimi. (sighs) So pretty much she tried to manipulate me with making her a Mimi. She then tried to manipulate me by giving me a fake apology. Then she tried to manipulate me. And saying that she doesn't have that much time left. And then she tried to manipulate me by buying, saying she'll buy me a plane ticket. Whew. The manipulation. It did not phase me once whatsoever. Because guess what? <laughs> once you get manipulated so many times, you start to see it real fast. Ooh. So then for my birthday... Oh, yeah, I need to talk about my birthday. I'll talk about it after this. So then for my birthday, she leaves me this voicemail. Play. Hey, Magpie, I'm just calling to wish you a happy 23rd birthday. It was my 24th. I hope you're having a super deluxe day. Um... If you want to, call me back and tell me what you've been doing. All right, honey. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> it was the good old pause after the, um, call me back if you want to. Look, it's not that I, here's the thing. It's not that I don't want to reconciliate, but she just doesn't, she's so narcissistic And so up her own ass that, like, I know even if she, like, apologized, it would be fake. Like, it would be so fake. And me and my mom and my sister and my stepdad, when they came for Mother's Day, we got – it was, like, me, my sister, and my mom versus my stepdad because my stepdad's, like, Megan, she's trying to reach out. Like, this is a cry for help, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like – and we were all just, like, no, Tom. It's called manipulation at its finest. Like, no, 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 no. And bless my stepdad, he was born in a non-toxic household. Like, no toxicity. So he just doesn't understand, and he can't read the room or the signs. And he was like, Megan, I really think you should call her. And I'm like, no, because, like, what, like, I'm not telling her what she did wrong. And then if I told her what she did wrong, she'd be like, I never meant to hurt you. That was not... Blah, 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 blah. I would never do that. I don't know what you're talking about. And then she would just be like, but you, on the other hand, you cut your Mimi out of your life. You didn't talk to me. That's so hurtful. How dare you? That's so rude. You're so ungrateful. Blah. And then she would just spiral and be a, a total fucking bitch to me. Like, no, I'm not putting myself through that. Ew. Ew. I know my fucking worth. I'm not letting her downgrade it anymore. And, and so... My mom was just like, Tom, what if, like, she she pretty much, like, said, like, what if Tom's mom did that to my stepsister Elizabeth? And he was like, well, I would still want her to reach out. And we're all just like, oh, Tom, you stubborn ass Taurus man. You're not getting it. And it's okay. And But then <laughs> at one point in the argument, 
I was just like, Tom, she could literally croak right now and like, hurrah, hurrah, like one last like fucking evil bitch on this planet. He was like, Megan, that's so fucking horrible to say. Maybe I have the fucking, he was like, that's such a horrible thing to say, Megan. I'm like, but it's true. Like at this point, like I just don't have any more love for her. She's just a normal person to me now. She's not really family. Like she doesn't treat me like a grandma. And that's what I'm saying. Like my other grandma, oh, my biggest fan. She said, I sent her like a, I sent her pictures for my birthday. She was like, oh, like I, I've already printed one out, like blah, blah, blah. Like you look so good. And I was like, yeah, I really have to try try hard to like make myself look like that she was like you don't even have to try like you don't even know how beautiful you are like oh my gosh blah 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 blah. and I'm like oh I love you so much thank you but yeah um my Mimi's still canceled and will be canceled until the day she dies until she can really just know what she did wrong and give me the most authentic ass apology I have ever seen her give someone but yeah, I just, ugh, I just really don't get it. I just don't get how she's that narcissistic. But I do at the same time. But yeah, <sighs> I think that's all for me shitting on my family, my dad, my stepmom, my Mimi. They're all on my shit list. Because they're just shitty in different ways. Damn. I have lots of things to talk to my therapist, whoever she will be. Ooh. I have eight free sessions with my stepdad's, like, work. I'm like, I hope I can get it all out in eight sessions. So to end it off, yes. It was my birthday, May 26th. Um, I don't know. Normally, I'm hyped for my birthdays. But this year, I wasn't so much. Just because I feel like 24 is such an ugly-ass, lame number age to turn. (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I need to stop drinking the water. It's making me burp. But... Because, like, with 20, you're 20. With 21, you're 21. With 22, Taylor year. 23 is just, like, a fun, like, cute number. 24, that's just, like, the age before you turn 25. Oof, I'm not even going to give myself fucking anxiety about that. 25. Megan, don't go down that road. Shut up. But, um, yeah. I had a very, like, low-key, chill birthday party. I I had it from, like, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Because, well, like, Sunday and Monday, I was going to be with my family. And I wanted to, like, get a good night's sleep. I didn't want to, like, like, overdo it. And then my social battery be drained when I'm, like, with all my family and cousins. And... The men of our sisters being the men of our sisters, they were, Monica was 30 minutes late, Becca was almost like an hour late. I expected it because I don't think they're ever on time, which I have learned. I, I, you just learn to live with things about people. I am very much the opposite. I get to places 15 minutes early and sit in my car and watch YouTube videos or TikToks. And I can't put my expectations on other people. I can't. You can't change people. But I love them anyways. Um, But yeah, we just like sat out in the patio of my parents' house. We ate sushi. We chatted. Um, We wrote down like negative thoughts or negative things about ourselves that we just wanted to get rid of on plates and we smashed them and it was going good it was going good and so (laughs) Monica smashed her plate and this one half of the plate didn't fully break and so my sister was like no like go get it like smash it smash it let it go and a piece of the glass like came back and cut 
um, part of her hand open. It wasn't, like, horrible, but, you know, Nurse Megan bandaged it up, put Neosporin on it, and it was all good. I was like, wow, of course a fucking Leo has to steal my spotlight with an injury. I literally told her <laughs> when I was doing her bandages, bandages, I was like, I wish this happened to me. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I wish I, I had this happen to me. Like, shit, I would be getting all this fucking attention, and we were cracking up about it. Um, And then what did we do after that? I think Becca left soon after that. And then um, my family and Monica, like, ate pie that my step-grandma made, which was so good. It's like a coconut cream pie. Delicious. Um. I didn't even, like, I bought them, like, a whole, like, chart reading. We didn't even get to that point because we were just talking it up and then just gorging ourselves off, like, on all the sushi. I need to send that to them. But I got this astrology book, and I have been obsessed with reading about, like, everyone's birthdays and shit. Mine literally says that I am, like, prone to criminal tendencies, which is true. I shoplifted for, like, two years, probably, like, thousands and, like, thousands of dollars. Um, wait, I, I don't want to say that one, just in case someone's listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I didn't have, like, my car registered for the last year um my ID's now expired just other stuff I was like damn maybe I am a criminal (laughs) maybe she is living life on the dangerous side of things but it also said um it said that taking care of children or having children my own would make me more responsible which I was like So me being a nanny and wanting to be a mother was written in the stars. I like what I'm hearing. I'm liking this a lot. Uh, So yeah, I'm obsessed with that book. And I, I feel like the month of May was just iffy, meh, not the greatest. But I'm hoping June will be a fun, happy month. I... I'll keep y'all updated on a guy friend, keep you updated on my mental health. I'm trying to write down things that I want to talk about in my podcast. So I feel like I don't, cause I, it's where I know I have things to talk about, but they just leave my brain the instant I start recording. So more episodes to come on a more stable regimen But yeah, thank y'all for listening. I've missed y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing time or amazing summer. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Mwah.